looking for strength to face the terror of the morrow. And 12 hours later, his body afire with agony, his throat parched, dying, that primal question is torn from him. Why, God? Why? So many needs, so much pain, such great fear. Each of us can surely remember times in which we too have struggled with our own need and pain and fear. As we heard last week, at Advent, God comes to us both in judgment of the past and in promise of the future. But for many of us, we are too caught up in the needs, the suffering, the anxiety of the present to be able to hear those words of joy. Thankfully, God also comes to us in this present moment to comfort us. When we look for comfort, what are we wanting? Well, I think firstly, we're looking for someone who will care for us. I have to say, I'm not someone who is much given to calling for my mum. Even at the sickest moment that I ever felt, I was at university, I had proper influenza, I was shivering and sweating and feeling like death warmed up, but I just suffered in silence. But when halfway through the second day, the door of my student bedroom opened and my mother bustled in, presumably phoned by one of my flatmates, I was deeply comforted. Someone to decide what I needed, what medicine, what food, what drink, and just to be there caring for me. Secondly, I think we're looking for someone to protect us. My son, as a young boy, waking terrified by some night dream, didn't need an explanation of why there was nothing to be afraid of. What he wanted was to be picked up and wrapped in my arms and to feel deep inside himself the comfort that he was safe. That nothing, however scary, could get past his dad. And thirdly, I think we're looking for someone to give us strength, the courage to go on. Indeed, that's the original meaning of the word comfort, to strengthen. Probably my most frightening moment was seeing my wife Rachel delirious, strapped to a hospital trolley with a drip attached to her arm and being pushed away into the depths of a hospital in which no one spoke my language. To have a confident and experienced Western medic sitting beside me, able to explain what was happening, gave me the comfort, the courage, to go on through that dark evening. So, someone to, cut, to care for us, to protect us, someone to strengthen us to go on. So, how do we find God's comfort? Comfort, comfort ye my people, says your God. When God comes to us in comfort, he often comes to us in different ways. 
some more or less directly. I didn't actually check this out with Jonathan beforehand, but I'm going to do something a bit brave because I don't know you as a congregation. I'm going to invite you to turn to the person sitting next to you if you've come with someone or if you're on your own, just to think in your head. If you're at home, again, uh, talk with the person next to you or if you're on your own, just think, think in your head. How is it that you have experienced God's comfort in the past? How have you experienced God's comfort in the past? Okay? Chat amongst friends. Well, I can't see you guys at home, but I can see a few people nodding to each other here. How do we find God's comfort expressed to us? Lots of ways, but here are, here are six of them. Firstly, we can share at church and with friends. Mary was encouraged by the angel to seek out her cousin Elizabeth, who alone of those she knew would be able to understand and believe the incredible story that Mary had to tell. Others would have listened with doubt, but Elizabeth had had a similar experience of an angel, of the Lord speaking to her, and of the result of that, and could understand. The two spent time together bringing God's comfort to each other, and preparing each other for the emotional and physical struggles and labor that was before them. I trust that in conversations by phone and by Zoom, at a social distance, you are and have been able to comfort, encourage, and strengthen one another for all that you face in the week and year to come. Secondly, listening to Scripture and the Word of God. Joseph on his bed of indecision and Zachariah in his angel-inflicted silence both heard the word of God in dream and in scripture, encouraging them to trust God for the future. Thirdly, pray. Jesus in the garden and on the cross dug deep into his relationship with his heavenly father by prayer to find the courage to go on. Fourthly, be thankful for what God has already done for you. Mary and Zachariah and Simeon all found comfort as they waited for God's promises in articulating their thanksgiving for God's help to their people, past, present, and future. Fifthly, receive the healing of Jesus. That hemorrhaging woman was rescued by Jesus' touch from both physical and social suffering. And sixthly, experience the Holy Spirit's embrace. As Jesus said to his disciples on the night before he died, the peace of the Spirit can be with us, deeply comforting us, whatever our anxieties a peace which the world cannot give.
seek out these different ways of receiving God's comfort. But then, remember that God's comfort is contagious. When God comforts us with his comfort, he wants us to pass it on. As St. Paul says, if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings which we suffer. We have been comforted in our suffering. We pass that comfort on to you. You are comforted in your suffering too. In our reading which we heard this morning from St. Paul, that word comfort appeared ten times in just five verses. Let me read it to you again. Let me put my glasses on and then read it to you again. Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows too. If we're distressed, it's for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces a new patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as we share, as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. And of course, that comfort is passed on again. We are comforted, and so we comfort you. You are comforted, and so you can comfort others who can comfort others in their turn, and all with the comfort of God. So when we've been comforted, God wants us to look for others to comfort in our turn. And how do we do that? In the same ways in which we have been comforted. By listening to them, by sharing scripture and the comfort we've received, by caring for them, by praying for them, and by offering them the Spirit's healing touch and embrace. But before we can comfort them, we too must have been comforted ourselves first. So, seek out these different ways of receiving God's comfort, his care, his protection, and his strength. But first of all, right here, right now, know that whatever your situation, your need, your suffering, your fear, God, your Heavenly Father, already knows all about it. By the sacrifice of his Son, he can identify with us, and through the power of his Spirit at work in us, he can touch us. So shall we now, just for a moment, sit in silence and allow, the Christ, allow Christ's peace through his Holy Spirit to embrace us.
if Christ has touched you through these words, through anything in the service so far, if you are conscious of your need for the Spirit's comfort, then please do connect into the Zoom prayer ministry team using the link that Jan sent out with the email. Or phone someone, Jonathan or someone else, Jan, at church. Remember the pictures that we heard earlier? A child crying out for his or her mother. A big bouquet of flowers that the Lord wants to offer. A bird singing a new song of joy. Well, let's pray now. And I'll offer you a final word from our first reading of the comfort which Christ offers to you now. So close your eyes and let Jesus speak these words to you. Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quieten you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you delight in us, that you quiet us with your love, that you rejoice over us as you sing a lullaby and love song to us. So comfort us in our struggles and draw us into your joy, we pray. Amen. So we come to our final song. In the darkness, we were waiting without hope, without light, till from heaven you came running. There was mercy in your eyes. So let's stand here in the building and hum. And we're relying on you at home to sing out for us our final song. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one, God of glory.